You're listening to The Social Dentist with Dr. Desiree Yazdan, marketing, branding, and building an online community to help you grow your business as a healthcare professional. Featured on the Emmy Award-winning daytime talk show, The Doctors, and America's business magazine, Forbes, Dr. Yazdan gives you insight on how she's cracked the code to social media and how to use it as a way to make your business more profitable. And now... Dr. Yazdan. Hello, healthcare professionals. Today, I want to talk to you about being frustrated at work. I recently had two days in a row where I felt extremely frustrated at work, and I decided I wanted to talk to you about it and tell you how I handle it. Before I get into all the details of this episode, I wanted to tell you that if you haven't already gotten on my free masterclass called The Four Behind the Scenes Secrets to Social Media Success as a Healthcare Professional, I highly recommend you do so. I will walk you through all the steps of how you can use Instagram for your business. I will show you how you can replicate what I've done for my own business and how it doesn't have to take up all of your time. The link to join is dryazin.com slash masterclass. And I will also link it in the show notes for you. So you could always go there and just click on the link you see there. Let's get into today's topic. In healthcare, I think oftentimes we do feel frustrated and we believe that It just is always this way, that we are always going to be frustrated about something, that we are trapped in our situations. We are stuck with this employee because finding a new person uh, to work for you is hard. That's what you think. Or that we have to work this hard and see a ridiculous amount of patience to pay all of our bills. Lately in the past few episodes, I've talked a lot about feelings and paying attention to your feelings because it is so important. So here's what happened. I currently am working a three-day work week. It's been this way for about two years or so. I have specific hours that I work and I have set boundaries about how I deal with work when I'm not at work. I also am really particular about my schedule and how long it takes me to do each procedure. And I have certain protocols in my office that need to be followed. I have everything really organized and make it really, really easy for all my employees to excel at their jobs. So I'd like to think that normally my schedule is a little bit insane, but it's totally, totally doable. It's like the type of insane that I want it to be. I purposely schedule my work days to be pretty intense, but what happened is I I showed up to work and my schedule was literally like insane, insane. It was more than any human can handle. My office manager was listening to this. She'd probably start laughing at me right now, but literally my schedule was like, it's not, no human can handle this. And so I pulled my team in into the office and I'm like, okay guys, what happened with the schedule? What is going on? And I, and I started hearing the explanations. Half of them don't even make sense to me. And inside, I just felt so frustrated. It was two days in a row where the schedule just felt unmanageable. And by the end of the second day, I had a serious talk with my team about the situation. And I felt like I was just in quicksand sinking. It was so horrible. The thing with the way the schedule was is none of those patients were able to be moved around because some of them were traveling from really far distances and I wanted to make sure that they were seen, but the appropriate times for the treatments were not given to me. So for example, if something took an hour, it was shrunk down to 30 minutes. And then another patient whose treatment might take two hours was shrunk down to one hour and put into that slot. So every, and then there was like 
booked people booked on the side and for other things. And it was just insane. I was like, what is happening? And the thing that I do is I approve my schedule ahead of time. And I understand that there can be changes and whatever, but I look at everything. I make sure we're prepared to go. I'm really organized. And I look at everything ahead of time. So when I walked in and I was like, oh my God, what happened? Like what happened in the couple hours that I was not here this morning? Like, how is this possible that the schedule is so insane? So it is very rare that I ever feel like this in my business where I feel like I'm just sinking in quicksand and it feel like it feels like my business is unmanageable. In fact, it's probably been about three and a half to four years since I felt this way, but I just let it happen. And all the things I did, all the actions I took, all the decisions I made were all from a place of frustration. Everything I was doing in those two days was from feeling frustrated and I was fully aware of it. And I just let myself feel frustration. I let myself be frustrated and I watch myself make decisions and act from a place of frustration. It's almost like an out-of-body experience where you pull yourself out of the moment and just watch what your brain is doing and what your brain, like what it's saying to you. And I didn't try to take myself out of the frustration. I've learned that the more you resist something, the more you're, you resist a specific emotion, the more it will per- persist. It's kind of like if you take a beach ball and you're trying to shove it under water, what's going to happen is eventually, even if you get it underwater, at some point it's going to explode up into the air, right? It's just going to fly out from under you and into the air. So I just let myself, instead of just trying to avoid it and resist it, I just let myself feel frustrated. Now, I may have made decisions from frustration, but I didn't react from the frustration. I didn't yell. I didn't act all crazy. I just let myself feel frustrated. One concept I love to live by is that life is 50-50, that nothing will always go my way 100% of the time, that I will have negative emotion come up at least 50% of the time. And when I can accept that chaos and realize that when I'm feeling frustrated or upset, That is the 50% of life where I can feel this way, where I will feel this way. That is the actual human experience. The sooner I can accept that, the easier it is to deal with. What's interesting, which is what I teach my private coaching clients, is that when you're feeling frustrated and taking actions from frustration or any negative emotion, it actually blocks you from taking actions to solve your problems. So for those two days... I wasn't in any problem-solving moods. I wasn't able to think logically because when emotions are high, logic is low. And so knowing that, it's another reason I just allowed all the frustration and all the negative feelings run through me because I knew that the longer I tried to push it away, the further I would be from actually creating solutions. After those two days passed, I stopped feeling so frustrated and I started to feel a little better. And by the following week, I was back to my normal self again and I approached the issues we had in a completely different way. I decided I needed to get to the root cause of the issues we were having. So I started asking my team different questions. I started showing them different scenarios of how to handle situations. I started communicating completely differently with my staff. And it was pretty amazing to see how everything changed. I got to the underlying issues of why things were overlooked and falling through the cracks. And we were able to get our systems back in place fairly quickly. And I am positive that those issues won't happen again. So here's the thing. You have to pay attention to your feelings and you can't resist the feelings. You have to let them pass through your body. Just allow them and let them happen and know that they will pass. Accept the chaos. The more you can understand that there will always be some level of disorder, the easier your life will be. I think having a child really helped me deal with chaos because I am somebody who likes my house really organized. Everything has a place. Nothing is ever on the floor. I don't like things on the countertops. Like I like everything in their own place. 
But when you have a toddler in the house or like a one-year-old in the house, there's always some level of disorder. There's a bib on the floor. There's toys being thrown. There's like Tupperware being pulled out of the cupboard as you're cleaning the toys. So there's a lot of chaos. And if you can just accept the chaos, life will be so much easier. I actually talked to my coaching clients about this. And recently on a coaching call, one of my clients told me that she had the craziest week and she used that line in her practice. She told one of her associates that she's just accepting the disorder because there's always going to be some type of disorder. Accepting the disorder somehow makes it so much easier to deal with. I promise you should definitely try it. Going back to feeling stuck though, a lot of us feel stuck. I used to feel stuck in my career years ago, like seven years ago, I felt trapped. So I totally feel you. But when you look at things logically, like for example, I have a coaching client who's an associate and she likes her office that she works at, but she was telling me all the issues that she has with the office and the people there and the setup and everything. And so I asked her the things she liked about the office, but she ended up just feeling trapped. She felt trapped because she thought she couldn't find another job if she left. So I talked about how she's actually choosing to be there because obviously if she left, there is one office in the world that would hire her. That's the truth. She could find another job if she wanted to. So when she realized she's choosing to be there, I told her to start giving equal airtime to the reason she wanted to stay at that office. That makes a huge difference because taking your power back is so important. Knowing that you are choosing to keep the employee that's always late or the assistant that doesn't always have every instrument you need in the room for your treatment or whatever it is for you, you're choosing that situation. The good thing about having the power and knowing that is that you can change it if you want. If you want a new employee, you can find someone. Feeling trapped because you think you have to see a ridiculous amount of patients every hour just to make ends meet, that's a terrible feeling to be working from and will totally make you feel trapped. But if you zoomed out and instead of indulging and feeling trapped, if you started asking your brain better questions, you may realize that you can create the income in a completely different way with a different business model that's better for you and your patients. So going back to me feeling frustrated, if I continued to just feel the frustration and indulge in the frustration, I wouldn't have been able to find the root cause of the problem. Instead, I'd probably continue to find evidence for why I'm frustrated, why I should be frustrated, how nobody is listening to me, how I can't control my staff or my business, how it's too chaotic and I can't handle it. That's likely the rabbit hole I would have gone down if I just indulged in the feeling of frustration. So indulging in the feeling is just like constantly living in it. Whereas if you just let the feeling process through you, you just let the emotions be there and you don't resist them. You just accept them and you let yourself feel frustrated. Eventually they'll pass through. But since I've done so much of this work now, since I've done so much work on understanding my brain and my thoughts and how my, how my thoughts create my results, I didn't let myself indulge in the emotion. I felt the frustration. I opened myself up to it, then let it pass through me. And then I began taking actions from a different feeling. I actually began taking actions from curiosity. I find that in tough situations, when I have genuine curiosity, it really helps me understand people and situations differently. So this is a funny analogy, but I watch people sometimes as if they are zoo animals. Like let's say we're going to lunch with a group of friends and there's one person and that I'm not too fond of. I don't let it ruin my time. I just watch them as if they're a zoo animal. Like zoo animals, we don't really judge them. We are fascinated by them, right? Like a monkey going to the bathroom right in front of you or an animal rolling in their own waist. We don't actually judge them. We're just like, oh, wow, that's kind of weird, right? That's fascinating, really interesting. We're not like, oh my God, can you believe the monkey just went potty in front of all of the other monkeys? The giraffe was sticking out his tongue to all the humans. Can you believe how rude that is? We're just so fascinated and curious about it. 
So I watch people in the same way. So when my employees are taking actions that are not on protocol, it helps to be fascinated or curious about them. When you have an employee who isn't really listening to you, isn't always prepared or whatever, if you have already decided that you want to keep that employee, then talking to them from a place of curiosity is so much better. I hope this episode really helps you in some way. You can learn to accept the disorder, or maybe you can start by being more curious about things that are happening in your business. It will help you so, so, so much. If you feel frustrated often, or you feel overwhelmed or overworked, you're not alone, my friend. So many of your colleagues feel the same exact way, but you actually don't have to feel that way. Those feelings may come up, cough them up to the 50-50 of life, accept the disorder, but then don't indulge in those feelings. Process them and move forward with curiosity. If you want to talk more about this, find me on Instagram. I'm at Dr. Yaz in there and let me know what you're struggling with and I can help you. That's all I have for you today. I will also link that masterclass in the show notes for you. I hope to see you there. Have a beautiful day. Thank you for listening to The Social Dentist with Dr. Desiree Yazdan. Download your free Instagram guide for healthcare professionals at www.dryazdan.com forward slash Instagram guide. If you'd like to reach out to Dr. Yazdan, you can do so on Instagram at Dr. Yazdan. That's D-R-Y-A-Z-D-A-N. Till next time.